I'm gonna share my screen. Technical difficulties. That's all right. Okay, there we go. Alright, we're gonna go to here. Now this should work. Now do you from the beginning. Okay. There we go. There we go. Alright. You were so describing how, it. I just don't know. So basically how this <laughs> is gonna work is at week 5, 10, 15, and then for the first round of the playoffs, I'm going to reveal my tiers. They're going to change. There's a very good chance these all could not exist for the next tiers. Who knows? But we're just going to go through. These are as honest as I can get, and we're going to have a little bit of fun. To start things off, we have teams that are trash, but you can drag to the draft. I mean, like, let's start with the Texans. I mean, you definitely, you know, an upset win, what was it, over the Jaguars was definitely impressive, but... You tie against the Colts, which are just an awful team, but nobody had high expectations. Now, for the Bears, one thing I suggest to the Bears is just let let Justin Fields sit. Don't put him in there. Just protect this poor kid so you don't kill him with your offensive line. We go to the Falcons. What we expected, there was some hope, but now Cordell Patterson's hurt. He's on the older side, so there's not much really there. And for the Panthers... Do I need to say more? Baker Mayfield is very much a dud. He is terrible. And Matt Rule just got the best unemployment check you could probably ever get in your entire life. So good for him, though. Now the Panthers, this is what you can do. Take Christian McCaffrey. Take DJ Moore. Find a team that's needy on offense. Get some picks for them. Get rid of their cap hits. You'll be fine. So next we have compost or the ankle biters. So why compost? Compost is still garbage. It's still dirt, but it serves a purpose. You respect it. Ankle biters are just small little chihuahuas that you're not going to make much note of them, but you can still feel them. So we're going to start with the Lions. The Lions, you know, we don't expect much for them, but they can definitely bite your ankle because they can score a lot of points. Give in mind, we'll forget about the Patriots game. That's just Bill Belichick. But this team can score a lot of points and just be like, let us win the game. And now you have to put up 40 against them. Now you have the Saints, which have a very good defense. Really, they're just ankle biters for Brady because this secondary can definitely take advantage of him. You have the Jets. They're 3-2. and two. I don't care. It's the Jets. <laughs> they are <laughs> the Dolphins team without Tua or uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So, yeah, no shit. They're going to win that game. So we don't need to worry about that. Now we have the Commanders. I almost put them in another tier, but I've come to realize that Carson Wentz can definitely give you some games where he's going to bite the ankles, especially of maybe the Eagles or the Cowboys potentially, just to make their life difficult. Now you have the Steelers. The Steelers are putting his ankle biters because if TJ Watt is healthy, you're probably going to win against them, but your quarterback is going to get crap beaten out of him for sure. But these are all bottom-tier teams, but they can definitely bite your ankles a little bit, and you got to respect them for what they are. Next, we have the Sad Monkeys. We have the teams that just make you really sad to watch. These are supposed to be really good teams, but there's always some kind of issue with the Packers. Rogers taking too much money. They lost to the Giants in London. Like, you give up, what was it, a 20-10 lead, and... Aaron Rodgers is starting to struggle. You beat Tampa Bay. Why? Because they just all the receivers were hurt. They had their practice squad. That's why you beat them. And you had three fumbles against rookie receivers. So, yeah, of course you won that game. The Dolphins, two was hurt. Organization sucks. It's terrible. And you're going to be struggling. And now Teddy Bridgewater is getting hurt because he's always been injured now. 
So it's looking rough. It's hard for you to win a division when your quarterbacks isn't doing well. And luckily, this will prove of Kyle's dumb take of them taking over the division. Now we have the Raiders. The Raiders weren't in this tier until I watched the game last night. And you had Devontae Adams step out of bounds on a, four, on a third and one. And then you had your two top receivers come a little bit closer. You had your top receivers run into each other. <laughs> That's a pretty sad monkey moment. So figure your stuff out because these are teams that can do really well. But just watching them at times can be sad. Next, we have I Am Confusion. This is the level of confusion of why is Arkansas not Arkansas? So we have the Bengals. You have a new offensive line that theoretically should protect Joe Burrow. You have a top, potentially a top five defense, but you can't throw a deep ball, so now your offense can't do anything. You have Jamar Chase is a fast receiver. You can figure this out. Just use like, stick to your running game. Now we have the Ravens. I'm putting an I'm confusion because you go up 23 in the Bills. You have a lead against, you know, you you almost blow up a lead against uh, the Bengals, and you just get rocked by two in the fourth quarter. Like, you really could be four and one, potentially five and zero, oh, depending. So, what's going on here? So now you have the Jaguars. Are you still there? Okay, good. Yeah, we're good, dude. Okay. We're good. You have the Jaguars where one week you beat the Chargers 38-10. to 10. You embarrass them and you make it look like their coach doesn't know what he's doing. Then you lose to the Texans. You know, I love Trevor Lawrence, and I'm starting to see some good stuff, but then he falls apart. So I'm a little confused there. I need to see five more weeks to figure out what the hell kind of a team you are. Next, we have the Rams. Super Bowl winners. Man, you cannot. Matt Stafford has been sacked what, 21 times so far this year. And you are now a one receiver offense. Um, I mean, granted, I had, uh, what's his name? Receiver uh, Robinson. I had him last year in my fantasy, and he was a bust. And it turns out he's a bust again this year. So now what are you going to do? Cam Akers isn't doing anything. You don't have a running game. But I'm just confused. Like, last year, you made Tampa Bay, uh, for lack of a better word, your bitch last year, and you destroyed Tom Brady. What's happening? Then the Cardinals, you had such a loud offseason with, with little Call of Duty boy asking for a lot of money. Now the new Call of Duty's coming out. I'm afraid you guys are kind of screwed. <laughs> There's not much you can be able to do. And I'm just confused with what am I going to see when Hopkins comes back? If I'm actually going to see an efficient offense, maybe he's going to help take up the lack of film study that Murray's going to have playing the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect with you guys. And James Conner, I feel bad for anybody drafting him in the first round of any fantasy draft. Next, we got thumbs up. The teams that I'll give you a thumbs up, starting with the Patriots. Am I biased here? I don't care. You yes. Barely... Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We went no to over – like, you have a team that, without our starting cornerback, went to overtime against Green Bay with Bay with Zappi and Brian Hoyer. So you start off the game with your worst quarterback because I think Hoyer is worse than Zappi. And – I don't even know if we can consider we have... Zapp, um, Hoyer did anything. He was out very quick. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
and play against the Lions, who have a pretty good pass rush, and they barely touched the quarterback, and we physically dominated them. Next, I have the Giants. I, Kyle, <laughs> I got to give this to you. You're I did all one. the hard work. I don't know how you got this team to win and not look like, you know, garbage, but the Giants. Well, I can tell one. you. But, yeah, they've had some wins against some bad teams, but you beat Green Bay. You have a recipe that could work. You have a pretty stout defense. If you're able to run the ball and then Danny Dimes is able to just throw a couple of times. You have something there you could potentially work with. It's not going to get you far, and Kyle's hopes is going to be crushed by week 10. But for now, for these first five games, I'm going to give you a thumbs up. Good job, John. I, I want to comment not, here. I'm going to make a comment about that last thing after Nick goes, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, first of all, uh, Giants will lose this week. However, they will likely be at some point around 7 and 4 or 8 and 3. So, Kyle's hopes will not be broken. Until I week know. 18. That is when it's supposed to be broken. Now, to clarify that point, I have learned a little bit about myself this last week. What I've learned is that I hate no one on the Giants except for Daniel Jones. God, I hate him. <laughs> I can't look at his stupid you brick just face. You just don't want him to succeed. I, I love, so Brian Dable. I love Brian Dable's energy. I love Saquon. I respect Saquon for being a huge comeback after a huge ACL tear. I like their whole team. I love Sterling Shepard, even though, you know, hope he heals fast, you know. Love that man. God, I hate Daniel Jones. If they had a paper ball as quarterback, I would be more supportive of them than Daniel Jones. I don't know why. I really don't. It, Kyle, you don't even need to defend the Giants. I'm going to fucking do it for you. Take a step Let's back. <laughs> First and foremost, Nick, to your point, their schedule is weak as fuck until about week yeah. 12. This team could absolutely be 9-2 and two or 8-3 and three come their bye week. I'm actually, I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. Second, Daniel Jones deserves a lot of credit for the success of that football team. Mind no, you. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He deserves, last week. he deserves no. credit no. for not fucking it up. Let How me about fucking that? finish. <laughs> I was hoping for this to happen. I love it. Daniel Jones it. against the Packers, mind you. First and foremost, he came into the game on a bum ankle, shouldn't even have been playing. Goes up, plays a good game, never mind the fact that his hand's now banged up and he's continuously just showing that he's probably one of the tougher quarterbacks in the NFL, which is absolutely surprising because every time somebody comes out of Duke, you kind of kind of supposed to kind of a bitch not gonna lie to you but daniel jones has played incredibly well behind a very bad offensive line besides andrew thomas this is a bottom tier offensive line in the nfl kyle it is certainly not the worst like the argument that we had in the chat the other day it is the chicago bears by a mile you proved it to me that i was wrong which i admitted (laughs) i admitted that i was wrong because i got to see some solid evidence so i admitted it it's okay but I am going to give Brian Dable all the credit in the world and yeah, think he can get this team to the playoffs if they continue to win through week 12. If they don't I, win the next, like, if they aren't 8-3 and three during their bye week, I take them out of that conversation. But they need to steal a few games in the NFC East still, too. I, I think I definitely see potential there if they're able to get a win over the Giants or the Eagles. Maybe not as much with the Cowboys. Because, I mean... 
it's iffy with the Cowboys. Nah, pretty... Cowboys look good. If the Giants can beat them, I think that's like that would be my. If the Giants beat the Cowboys, I don't know when they play. I, depending on who they play before then. Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess my point was, if the Giants beat the Ravens, that would be the most impressive one this year. There's still room to beat that. Like they beat the Eagles, that would likely be their most impressive depending one this year, play. especially yep. if you do it twice. As of now, I am not convinced, especially of Daniel Jones. However, I am convinced that Brian Dable is the best thing to ever happen to the Giants. And Saquon <laughs> being at 100% is so significant. I give yes. Daniel Jones 0% of the credit. I give him the fact that he has not screwed it up. I give so Brian Dable... That's still credit. 50, I give Brian Dable 50% credit. I give Saquon a 48% credit. And I give everyone else, including Daniel Jones, 2% credit for not fucking it up. Because no. everyone else hasn't done nearly as much as those two people have. Because <laughs> goddamn, Saquon is a beast this year. Again, thank God. Happy for him. Dable has schemed it up to make Daniel Jones look average. And God, that's probably been such a, such a project for him. So, Daniel Jones I, has already been average. He just wasn't able to, to be able to show it. Daniel Jones has had two of the worst head coaches the NFL. Like, those two people he's had as head coaches are great offensive coordinators, but they're not head coaches. And Daniel Jones has gone through three different systems in, since his rookie year. Okay, no, let's not go as far as calling Joe Judge. Let's not go as far as calling Joe Judge a great offensive coordinator. No, he's <laughs> not. Not, okay. not even close. But, all right. He's better, he's real, better as an offensive coordinator than head coach. All right, I'll leave it at that. This back, reel this back. The one thing I'm going to say with the Giants is you better commit to this winning thing because if you're going to come out 8-8 eight and eight with Danny Dimes, like you either got to go to the playoffs and maybe give him another chance next year or you got to find some time to tank and get a better quarterback. But we're going to leave the Giants behind. Leave a comment if you can't wait to see how much they're going to mess up Nick in the future with how much they win, potentially. So now <laughs> we have the Seahawks. Draft a new quarterback, I'll shut up, honestly, because God, they need <laughs> They are not yeah. winning a playoff game with Daniel Jones. Yeah. I hope they I hope they win the Super Bowl, not because I'm a fan, just to stop you from talking this garbage. They're <laughs> not winning the Super Bowl. I mean, okay, Kyle. They're, they're not, not winning the Super Bowl. All right, hold on. Hold on. They probably won't. They probably won't, but I want them to now just so Nick can admit that Daniel Jones is a damn good quarterback. I want to hear it. If they damn good quarterback. I want to be allergic to strawberries and them winning a Super Bowl right now. So let's get back to this. So now we're going to go to the Seahawks. Why put them in thumbs up? considering the team that they have we thought they wouldn't have a single win and just the fact that they embarrassed the broncos and let's ride crap i gotta give it to the seahawks i'm putting them in here you know geno smith is balling right now i have a lot of respect for him now i got the 49ers 49ers are healthy this is actually a super bowl team they are dealing with a lot of injuries but they have a very good defense they have a strong running game that they can rely on. And then they have Debo Samuel and and George Kittle that you can throw to. And also, Jimmy Garoppolo is like 38 and 16, something like that, with a winning record. He's a serviceable quarterback. They've made it to a Super Bowl with this roster before. So the 49ers, I'm giving you a thumbs up. We got to see how your injuries do, but I like it. Chargers, I'll give you a thumbs up because this is a passing league. You have a great passer in Justin Herbert. You have Austin Eckler. Again, Nick, thank you for him. Austin Eckler <laughs> he has hasn't been, done anything. Does, he literally hasn't done anything. 
Wow, he had uh, 40 points this week and 39 last week. So he's been doing fantastic. I think that's They're a lot, trying to actually. get their groove. I'm not going to put them up higher only because I expect more from their defense, especially like some injuries there. You know, you have J.C. Jackson, Duran James, and Cleo Mack. This is supposed to be a defense that you're supposed to be near in the top five with this kind of talent. But it's so early in the season. Titans, you have not much of a passing attack. You're three and two. You can probably you have a chance to win your division considering how awful the Colts are. And you know, Derek and Derek Henry can definitely sh- been able to show flashes of King Henry. Who knows how long this is going to go? But right now, I'll give you a thumbs up because you're the head of your division, despite how limit how limited your team really seems. Next. Side note, really yes. quick, uh, Houston Astros just walked it off in the bottom of the ninth inning. Just wanted to bring wow. that out there. Love that. Um, moving on. Love it. Carry, love, carry on, Steve. Love playoffs and my favorite nap material, which is uh, baseball. So now we're going to the very nap <laughs> featuring Happy Monkey. So first we have the Chiefs. I mean, without Tyree Kill, now this team is going to slowly but efficiently march down the field. You have a great offensive line. You can run the ball if you need to. And now Patrick Holmes has time throw. I mean, Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns last night. Like, are you kidding me? So, I gotta give it very nice because you're doing pretty good. Bucks, you're starting to get healthy. Brady can dime to everybody. If you're a healthy team, the Bucks are definitely a very dangerous team, but it depends on your health. Why I don't have you guys higher? If you're fully healthy, you would definitely be in the next tier, but with some health issues or whatnot, and some exploitation of your secondary <laughs> we got to see how the season goes i have the cowboys here because cooper rush is a dog i mean you guys are four and one you have a great defense i mean Dak prescott coming back i mean it's not gonna be much of an improvement but you have a slightly better passer now and you're four and one i mean in your division aside from the eagles and then other nfc teams you know you can, as long as you don't face like a Vikings or a Bucks, you know, in a playoff run, your defense can definitely help you out. Now I have the Browns, even though they're only two and three. I mean, you don't have Deshaun Watson, and you're able to score a lot of points. You barely lost a shootout against the Chargers, and you have Jacoby Brissett just dealing dimes. Now, granted, I hate this organization for investing in Deshaun Watson. He is a scumbag, and I hope he never plays another game, but he's probably going to have to. But if he comes back and he's star player, I mean, this team is dangerous. So you guys are holding on pretty well for not having your quarterback, and that's a very scary thing. Next, I have the Vikings. Starting off the season by blowing out the Packers, that's fantastic. I absolutely love that. You know, Kirk Cousins has three game-winning drives this season. NFL. So Kirk Cousins not being able to win games, that's pretty good. Your loss comes to a hot Philly team in Philadelphia. Any team on Monday night. Primetime Kirk. Primetime Kirk. You know, any team on that night could easily lose that game. But your four and one, I mean Kirk Cousins, you know, showing improvement. Jay Jetta's just kind of greeting all over everybody. You have a team that can definitely do very well. But they, of course, are not the Super Bowl studs. Currently, it's folding table versus <laughs> fourth punchers. 
<laughs> we got the Bills at four and one. Now, this is the one team with some limitations. They don't have that much of a run game. Now, unfortunately, I'm hearing rumors that they're gonna pick up. They're gonna trade for Christian McCaffrey, who may be valued at like a second round pick. So, that sucks. Like, if they get McCaffrey, like this is ridiculous. If they get a run game, they're unstoppable. And here's the thing with the Bills: twenty of their last twenty-two games, uh, uh, they won by blowouts. Uh, of their or twenty of their uh, twenty-one games have been or twenty of their twenty-two games have been blowouts by 15 plus points so this is a team that either you're gonna have a close game which apparently they can come back and win against the ravens which is scary or they're just gonna eliminate you and just forget about you by the second half so this is a team that either you're gonna have a tough game or you're gonna get blown out that's really not great morale for a pats fan trust me next we have the eagles i mean their horse punching days are behind them, hopefully, but they have the best turnover differential. They are great run and pass defense. They don't turn over the ball a lot. You know, Jalen, I mean, Hurts is, is honestly, I got to say this right here. I am sorry. I said Carson Wentz was better than you. You currently are the best quarterback. You. In the <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank Every you. once in a while, we become Kyle and talk out of our ass. And unfortunately, I did for this one. I've been saying it all preseason that Jalen Hurts would be the best quarterback and right now was number two and very quickly jumped over Dak Prescott. And he is clearly the best quarterback in this division. And Carson Wentz, who is clearly not a dog in the words of his own general manager, is, as I said, the fourth best quarterback in this division. Okay, I that's wouldn't say fourth. I wouldn't say fourth, but that's a discussion for another day. Steve, the only thing I feel bad about is that you didn't say good luck Glendale because if these two teams make the Super Bowl, that city's getting burned to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I but I mean, I'm not going to be in Glen. I mean, this is going to be a fun Super Bowl to watch if this happens, but Eagles are on paper the best team in the NFL. It's hard to believe it. I really don't know, but yeah, they are very dangerous, but... You may be missing. There, there are like some teams missing. Ah, uh, so I actually have one more tier. Negative one, bro. <laughs> okay. That's right. <laughs> Let's. If I had my glasses on, I would take them off to be serious. I'm gonna get to you last, Broncos. Don't even get me started. All right, Colts. You have an improvement at quarterback. Yeah, Matt Ryan, who has won MVP before. He can definitely get you. To a high round, uh, you know, higher rounds in playoffs. You have Michael Pittman coming to himself as a very good receiver, and you have Jonathan Taylor, arguably the best running back in the league, and a fantastic offensive line. Don't we get started on Shaquille Leonard and Gilmore anchoring that defense that gave Kansas City a lot of trouble? But you tie to the Texans, and nobody will ever forgive you for being a part of that game against Let's Ride. Bro okay, Broncos. I I hate you, Broncos. <laughs> I don't really don't know what else to put it. Um, Russell Wilson, thank you for destroying my record in my work league for being completely incompetent on the field. Okay, maybe that's too far, but I mean, 
you have two great receivers you can throw to. You have a better offensive line. You have running backs that are serviceable. You have a fantastic defense. And what is this? And you're out here making Subway sandwich. The what the hell was that sandwich thing? You, you like are you saying let's ride at the end of a game that you just I mean, I feel bad. I mean, Amazon spent what forty billion something stupid amount of money on Thursday night games, and this is what you have to show. And then next you have against the 49ers, which you put up eleven points. Guys, just think about that. Eleven points. Are you kidding me, Russell? This was the team that I thought about Tampa Bay in 2020 when all they needed was a quarterback and they can just crush it. And this is such a sad team to watch that, honestly, I'd rather just not watch football and knit or organize watch my a Giants game. Or, or, <laughs> no, a Giants game, is it would be fantastic. Like, if I organize my sock drawer, at least I won't get picked off because I can't find an open receiver in the end zone. So you two teams, I don't go to the playoffs. Just just any game that That's comes right. on, just don't, just don't watch it. Ride all the them. way to that number one pick. Number Broncos. one pick. I'm going to prep good, That's right. And, of oh, course, man. Broncos, good job giving him uh, $240 million. Eli Manning had it right. You should have paid your punter $240 million. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying it's a joke, but um, was uh, Russell Wilson just a system quarterback in Seattle all these years? I don't know, but <laughs> that is my tears. Thank you guys so much for that watching. Was it was so much Steve, fun. Steve, that was awesome. Steve, that was uh, awesome. I absolutely loved it. Loved absolutely it. loved it, Steve. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Well, that was, honestly, Steve, I, I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't be more proud. Uh, Kyle, you should I do that for hockey. So uh, guys, I will, uh, the once the season gets going, Justin, I absolutely will do that for hockey. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, I'll give it a couple weeks though. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it a couple weeks, but I'll do that for sure. Okay, so I was just increasing the brightness. We are now, and we're gonna have to. We don't have to go this fast, but uh, we'll see. We'll try to go a little bit faster through it, uh, just because we have two of them. We're gonna debate, I'm sure, on multiple teams. So. Yeah, we we're going to go ahead and do our projections for the NBA and the NHL tonight. Uh, we're going to start with, we'll start with the NHL. Why not? So I'm going to go ahead and show that in a second. Um, let me pull it up so I can clarify a few things. So first off, uh, the reason the four and five seats for everyone are orange is because it. we don't know who is going to be the wild cards yet as there are two wild cards, but the top three from each division do make it in guaranteed. We will adjust as we go. The bottom three do not make it in guaranteed. Uh, we will go ahead and we will do this, and then we will do the playoffs, which are over here. So uh, let's go ahead. Uh, we are not going to be doing any point projections as of this point. Maybe that's a later thing. Uh, for now, we're just doing standings in general. Uh, and same for the NBA, we'll only be doing records. Uh, we won't be doing records, excuse me. Uh, we'll just be doing standings. So uh, we'll start off with let's save the East for last because we have some bias for the East here. So let's let's oh, let's yeah. do the West first here. Now, I know that me and Kyle are going to be mostly on the forefront for anything non-Bruins related, and that's fine. So Kyle... Yes, sir. I think 
that the Oilers will be the first seed this year, and I don't think that's a stretch. That is not a stretch because that is also what I predicted as well. Okay, so. easy enough. Oh, I need to make this as a center or else I'll lose my crap. Sorry, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Second, well, actually, Kyle, I think that the yes. Kraken have one more year before they are out of the dumpster fire. I also agree. I I don't put them in last, though. I do think they have a step up. Okay, I, I so... In, I think they'll what, be in seventh. Do you think the Kings are last? No, Kings made the playoffs no. last year, and they're going to get better. I actually, oh, I, predi- the Sharks. I put the Sharks in last, yeah. Fair enough, fair Sharks. enough. I'm just going to do it this way. Oh, no, I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> no, never mind. Screw it. I'm just going to type it in. Uh, okay, Sharks, and I am. I perfectly agree with that uh, opinion. So, for the 60, the final team guaranteed to not make the playoffs. Oh, actually, let's say it the other way. I think that the Flames or the Golden Knights get second seed here. Is that kind of where you are as well? Not. I was thinking the team to make a significant jump from last year were the Kings. So I actually think the Kings could be second. But the Flames going second is not that big of a jump. I could see the Flames at second as well. Okay, I think I'm comfortable with Flames at second and Kings at third. I'm okay um, with that. Can I get a little bit of an explanation why you think the Kings are going to jump? Yeah, absolutely. So they just also uh, last year's Kinga. last year's playoffs. They had <laughs> I love, they had uh, the Kings just kind of built a little bit more chemistry this year, uh, but they also never tore up their core. They still have Anze Kopitar, Drew Doughty, and Jonathan Quick is centering their backbone, and those three were the were part of the core that won the Stanley Cup in 2012 and 2014. And they also have a lot of their rookies that are now not rookies anymore. They're going into their second and third years, respectfully, um, going on their head coach who has been coaching them for a couple years now. So I think they're just going to have a lot of that chemistry and step up and just build on their overall success from last year. Making the playoffs last year, I was kind of shocked at. uh, But seeing their overall success they had last year, I think they can build on that now. I like that point. I honestly forgot that they made it as a a technical eight seed, right? Like they were like the... Seventh, worst. I think. I think there were seven. Seven. Okay. I, were um, seven, yeah, I did like forget they made it, though. I know they got smoked in the first mm-hmm. round, though. So uh, They did. <laughs> moving on to the final team to guarantee not make it. My guess for what so, you would have picked, it's going to be between the so, Ducks and the Canucks, would be my guess. Correct. Those and are the two that I have. Yep. I think that... It, we're, we're fighting, in my mind, between Trevor Zegers and Quinn Hughes. In my mind, you're mm-hmm. talking about the two best young players, right? The two up-and-comers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Trevor Zegers might get the cover curse, and I think he might regress a little bit this year. Oh. But... You know, that's fair. I never thought but, of that. I never thought that. The Ducks, if I remember correctly, are a much younger team. Yes, significantly younger. And I think that the veteranship of the Canucks will bring them to be one seed higher. We will not do actual wild cards yet, but I think the Canucks could be fifth. That's fair. I I put them as sixth just because uh, last year they had a lot of injuries. And okay, I'll let you take they, that they, one. They, they could still have those. They could obviously build from that. Um, but 
just when they were on the ice together last year, it just didn't seem cohesive enough. Um, whereas the Ducks felt like one big, like they were just flying together in a sense. You know? Yes, uh, like I, see what you're doing. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, we will come back and it do just wild felt cards. Different. Uh, yes, we'll come back and do wild card after we do the other division. That's fair. Uh, That's the other, fair. the central. So, I'm just looking over I think, this. I'm, I like to do I my initial one, opinion. I think it's obvious. One should be significant. Yeah, it's like there should be no debate. In the that game. feels like that spelled wrong. Is that spelled wrong? No, it's good. No, no, no that looks correct. Right. Why does that look wrong, wrong to me? Anyways, um, <laughs> I think that the bottom team is somewhat obvious. I'm curious as to which one you have because I think there's well, two. I think, I think it's between the Blackhawks and mm-hmm. the Wild, maybe? Oh! No, 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 no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> Blackhawks, I was trying to, like, do my, in my head and go there. It's between the Blackhawks and... The Coyotes, maybe? Yeah, right? I was, yeah okay. I was like, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I think for that sure, the Coyotes are definitely the worst team because the Blackhawks stole Patrick Kane. Which is fair. I'll accept that. I had it flipped in my standings, only because I don't think Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze finished the year as a Blackhawk. I think they'll oh, both be traded. By, that's good. I thinking. think they'll both be traded by the end of the year. I um, think that's fair. Uh, you know, I'll yeah. switch it based off of that because I do think that's fair. Son of a gun. <laughs> the Ballcocks. <laughs> nice. I like it. Okay, Coyotes. Uh, either way, they're not making the playoffs. It doesn't matter a ton. No, um, either one. I both suck, so it's fine. flipped this in my head. The Wild were great last year. They sure were. I think they should be a top seed here yeah. just behind the Stanley Cup champions. They're my um, sleeper to win the Stanley Cup this year. Which they I feel like they are a lot. Like, we've done this before. I feel like they we always have them going far, and they always just let our hearts down. I think uh, every year something's different this year, though, Nick. I say that all the time. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no way the Predators make it again this year, right? There's no shot. No, man. They're they're the hardest team. It's between the Predators are one of the hardest teams for me to figure out because every year I look at their roster, I'm like, no shot, they're good, right? And then they somehow make the fucking playoffs. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't get it with this team. <laughs> Like I look, I'm looking at their roster this year. It's like it's a bunch of old, like players. Like they, these guys haven't. Been, there has. Yep, been. they like, keep doing team, it, you know. But they keep doing it. So like I can't not give them some credit. So I think fourth. I, I think, I think I four is fair. Mind. I fourth is fair. It's either fourth or fifth. In mind, so I'll, I'll accept fourth because they somehow just always do it. I don't know. I think it's fourth, and I'll explain why after. Um, I yeah, think that you're it. a little bit biased. And I think that you would have this right here as your second favorite I, team. They are my second favorite team, but I unfortunately do not have them there. I want to put them unfortunate. there. Unfortunate. No, I have them in six, actually. I had them in really? six. I did, yeah. Okay, I, I will trust your go there. You know much more about them. That must mean that, well, it's the, the leftover teams are the Blues and the Stars. Mm-hmm. I yes. can't imagine Tyler Sagan missing the playoffs. It's, it's you know it's so, they're another one of those teams. I'm like, what the hell do I do with this team? Because they have one of the best up and coming goalies 
Yeah. And I think that, and I think that's going to mean something. They also have Tyler Sagan. They have Miro Hiskanainen. They have um, Jamie Elsa, Benning, Elsa Elsa Lindell and Elsa Lindell, uh, Rupe Hans. Like they have these stars on this team. Ha ha I think I, I do think they're going to go to the playoffs. Like I think that's a fair assessment there. I think this is, and this is pretty much good to go. The Blues can always make it. These three teams could all be interchanged. Yeah. However, if we're looking at this, I think this is an obvious pick to be the first wild card. Yeah. Now, between these two teams, that's really tough. I could see the Ducks having like 90 points and the Predators mm-hmm. winning the 82nd game to get 91 points. Like, I could totally yeah, I could see, see that see. happening. I could see that too. So, I, could, I, I think. Yeah, I Go think ahead. it's fair to put the Predators at second, only because like every when I look at that roster, I'm like, there's just it just always seems like it's gonna fall flat, but they never do, so I can't sell them short. So I think, and the Ducks are still just too young, you know, like the Ducks are there, they have all the pieces, but they have no experience yet, and I don't think they're gonna get it this year. Yes, Nick, and I, like I already have this pre-filled. Thank you. Uh, I can't fill the wild card, or I can now. So, Kyle, realistically, I would say Predators are the lowest, but who has the highest points? The Avalanche or the Oilers? Probably, honestly, I think it's going to be the Oilers. I, I do. Because I, think I think that's the, fair. I think, the, I think the Avalanche are actually going to take a slight step back this year, only because they, they're losing Nazem Kadri and they're losing their starting goalie who went to the Capitals. So I, I don't think it's going to be like, a drastic change. Like they're still going to win the division. They're still going to be a favorite to win the Stanley Cup. But I do think they're going to have a slight drop. And because I agree of with that, you. the Oilers did get significantly better picking up Jack Campbell, who was the Toronto Maple Leafs yes, contender. Yes, I agree. And, the one thing they missed. Exactly. Never. The one thing that's been holding them back is excellent goaltending, and they finally have it. So I don't see how they don't go and get like 118 points this year. Like something. Yeah, something I mean, absurd. they have yeah. two of the top five players in the league the last five years. They have mm-hmm. one of the top mm-hmm. five defensemen for the last five years, and they have so many up and coming players. Like they, mm-hmm. the thing, they just haven't had poise yet. Like Connor McDavid has to Correct. win a championship, right? Like he has to. He can't There's not. No, he, he can't, can't not. not. Right? Um, so, anyways, moving on from that, Kyle, I'm gonna help you out here. I'm gonna make this real easy for you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I clicked tab. I clicked tab. I clicked tab. <laughs> Thank um, you. That's pretty straightforward. And honestly, I think I can go down this list, and I think you're gonna agree with most of them. I'm. I'm very curious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all. I hope you understand this here. Uh, they, they better be. Like, they are garbage. Uh, <laughs> no, keep them, keep them down there. Keep the Islanders down there. Why? Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Um, no, I can't figure out if I want to do the Islanders or the Devils. I'm going to do Islanders. Still interesting, but I like it. Fuck and the Islanders. The I'm going to do Devils. Okay. And then I'm going to do... Blue Jackets are totally a fringe team, so I'm going to put them right there. And then I'm going to... This is the hard one. I think they both make the playoffs, so I don't think this matters a ton. However, I'm going to go with the team that has more superstar players. As And I'm sorry, Kyle. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's, I'm going to go fair. with the team. And, and Do you agree with this? What do you agree, disagree? Um, I know you agree mostly. Um, I don't. 
probably the same page. I do mostly agree. The only thing I would switch is actually the Blue Jackets and the Islanders. I don't think the Blue Jackets are there yet. I think them adding Johnny Goudreau will be significantly help them. I just their defense is a ginormous question mark. Also and looking at the bottom. Listen, hear you. <laughs> I mean, Stop Kyle, I'll be frank. They're not making the playoffs. Like, they're not. No, gonna make, in my not. mind, you're right. They're not going to make the playoffs. But, but I do I... think they are better. Definitely better than the Flyers. I think they're yeah. better than the Devils, and them the Islanders yes. are close. Yes, that's fair. So, but anyways, again, none of these teams are making the playoffs. These bottom four. Uh, What's really crazy to me is I have seen so many hmm. stat projections and so many standing projections having the Devils finish above the Rangers. Um, I, I, I'm like, don't understand. Are what... we missing something? Are, are we That's missing? That's what I'm saying. Like, and I was talking to I was talking to like one of my friends that I met on Twitter, who's also a huge NHL fan. He was like, no, the only reason is because these like stat projection things that people use like Jack Hughes and the young stars the Devils have but don't take into account experience which is fair but when you're fair. looking at it you have to use experience and the Devils just don't have any I I don't disagree <laughs> I'm right with you so this division I feel like I should have almost perfect uh I think you and I are going to disagree on a couple things here but I I'm waiting for it yep I already disagree <laughs> <There>. <laughs> Okay, I'm interested. Uh, no, no, do do your thing, and then I'll explain why I I suggest different I, things. Panthers, the Lightning yeah, only have a few. Panthers are the Lightning only have a few more years left. True. Um. True. Canadian. So I have the Red Wings definitely right here. They are one or two years out from possibly winning a cup. I'm going to go with... I'm doing this non-biasedly. Like, I actually think this is fair. And it's only for one more year because in two years, the Bruins are probably going to be down in six range. So, unfortunately. Um, and then I'll just be frank. The capital, I, you know what? Let's go over this first, and we'll talk about which one's wild card. And then we can also adjust. Like, I, this isn't guaranteed. Okay. So, first, I don't think the Senators are going to be that bad. I think they're. I think they're definitely going to be a minimum fifth seed. The okay. reason being, they traded for Alex DeBrinket. They signed Claude Giroux. They have uh, Brady Kachuk, who is now going to be uh. in his third or fourth year, I think. Um, it, they're just going to go above and beyond this year. And I think the Senators are really about to make a step up okay. this year. The reason, I know I, I sent my standings. I didn't look, I'll be honest. I, I, I put them in the group chat. They're also on the High School Backups Twitter page. So go check the, take a look at that. I did put the Bruins in sixth. The reason being the Senators, Red Wings, Maple Leafs, and Lightning all made significant improvements in the offseason. The only real significant change that the Bruins made this offseason was springing back David Krejci, which is big, but he also hasn't played in the NHL in two years, which and means he's now two years older. Bruins are also going to be without Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy for the first two months of the season. That's about 20-ish games they're going to miss. 
That's a pretty big, pretty big miss chunk of time they're gonna miss. I just don't see the Bruins being able to be without Marshan and McAvoy. I also think they're out there without Taylor Hall as well for a couple weeks as well. I think so. I think um, you're right. Yeah. So I, I understand why the Bruins are put, put third here. I just don't see it. I just really don't see it this year. Uh, you know what I Convince think? Me. Honestly, Convince me. Yes. And I think you can agree with this point. I think that Jeremy Swayman is a top mm-hmm. five goalie this year. And I think because of that alone, he wins them. And now I'm saying he's probably fourth or fifth. He's not third. He's definitely not first or second. He's probably fourth or fifth. I think he's a top five goalie this year, and he makes them win more games than they would have won because of him, 100%. He, he is a He needs winner. to prove it to me. He, the only reason I'm even slightly doubting that is because Linus Olmark has took a chunk of games out from him last year. They split games pretty 50-50 last year. But do you so, know why? And it's not because yeah. it, it's inexperience, not trust. Correct. Right, which I get. They also had to send Jeremy's women down to the into the AHL last year when Tuka Rask came back up. Uh, we came back, for and like they a learned very games. quickly that was a huge mistake because Jeremy Swimming came yes. back and then didn't lose a game. Yes. So I just uh, I just can't see them being above the Maple Leafs at least. I can't see them being above the Maple. I don't think it's by a lot. I think it's like last year where it's like within a point or two. You know. Well, the Maple Leafs were the second seed last year. Well, the thing the is, is if, were, the, if 20 games in, right? Card. Mm-hmm. If if we're 20 games in and the Bruins are within, and I'm not kidding, five points of the top three seeds, if they're in fifth and they're within five points, I think they are a lock for the playoffs. If they get back their fully, full strength, they're only down by five points. That means that they win three more games than at least the third seed. I think that's. All. I I don't think that's a far stretch. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I I'll be the Bruins somehow. The Bruins are like the Predators. They're they're the Eastern Conference equivalent of the Predators. Where I look at their roster, and I'm like, there's no fucking shot they're gonna make the playoffs, right? And they somehow do. So I could don't know. I could be just so wrong here. But we'll but see. I don't. It's, it's and I think you'll agree with these. Yeah, it is. It is Boston. Yes. I think you'll agree with just these two teams as our cards. I'd be very, very surprised if the Capitals missed. I'd be very surprised if the Maple Leafs missed. I don't think the Capitals are going to make the play. I think. I think. Really. Uh, both. I think both wild card teams come from the Atlantic Division this year. That's how good I think that division is going to be. I think the Metro Division is falling off. Like where it has been before, the Metro Division was like the top hardest division. I think that's going to be Atlantic this year. As per usual, would you say it's fair that the Panthers probably have the most points in the regular season and absolutely choke yeah, in the postseason? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. got it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, got so. it. We'll just keep this real easy then. Um, <laughs> Rangers and Maple Leafs. Okay, so this is our playoffs. Now uh, now that we've gone through the regular season, uh, these are our playoffs. We'll go through each round. And we'll make this pretty straightforward. Um, we can do, well, you know, we'll, we won't do like uh, or anything because we'll do those later. Um, mm. I guess any thoughts, Justin, Steve, Jake, on anything here? Uh, anything look weird or surprising? No, not really. I thought it came out. Not really. Good. The only just, division uh, I really know is the Atlantic. 
I'm just nervous about Bruins potentially facing the Lightning in the playoffs in the first round. <laughs> but I wouldn't be as worried as you think. However, if I'm being honest, as a Bruins fan, I don't think they make it past the second round this year. No. Unless having Krejci around is as big of a deal as it could be. I'm not saying for production. I'm just talking leadership. Like, maybe he's a missing piece because they haven't had a second-line center. I mean, Kyle knows as well as I do. The biggest missing piece on the Bruins has been a second-line center. So if they finally have this guy, uh, Charlie Coyle is a gross third-line center, and then they just they just make it work, cool. Um, I don't know. I, I think defense has been the biggest flaw, but I, don't, I think that will be the biggest flaw this year. Having, not well, having Charlie McAvoy is going to be a huge, huge issue for you guys. Yes. Did you know the Bruins let Mike Riley go to waivers? Fun fact. That's hilarious. (laughs) And for that reason, I think that the Bruins know more about their defense than we do, and I think they'll be okay. Probably. Um, Mike Riley was good last year, and he got put the waiver. So decent. He was decent. Yeah, he's pretty. Like he was like a good. He probably should have been second pair, but good first pair, like okay first pair. So uh, let's go through Kyle. Uh, We'll start on the the left here, um, and we're just gonna go ahead and do matchups. We're going to light them in green, and then we'll move them over. Panthers, Red Wings, who wins? What do you think? I, I think it's pretty... Probably the Panthers. I don't think they'll oh choke God, that I bad. I hope so. I, I don't think uh, they'll choke that bad. <laughs> if this is the matchup... Right? Yeah, right? There's no possible way. <laughs> uh, if this is the matchup in the Bruins' office, we expect where they are middle of the pack in the playoffs, right? They're not significantly better than anyone, and they're not significantly worse than anyone. They lose this matchup. The nice. Lightning have too much experience. That's fair. I yep, think that yes. the Hurricanes continue on their recent success, Kyle, right? They finally continue to move forward. I you, think? you do? I think, I, think, I think this matchup, unlike what the Penguins had in the first round last year versus the Rangers, I think this is the one where Sidney Crosby's like, nah, fuck you all. I want another cup. And he wins, Actually, and he wins this one. I love that thought. I'm just going to move forward with it. I think the Hurricanes are absolute choke artists, and most of the time it comes to the hands of the Bruins. Uh, they literally almost threw Game 7 against the Bruins last year. And then three years prior, they lost to the Bruins. They are absolute choke artists, and they always do it to the Bruins. And then they finally and they lost them Game year. 7 to the Rangers, too, and it yes. was hilarious. Absolute choke artists. You know what? They probably lose in the first round. Uh, Kyle, I'm assuming you're going to pick the Rangers slightly biased, but I also think they're a better team. I also the just don't think the Maple Leafs can win a playoff series. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not in Game 7 especially. But, so, um, um, truthfully, that's going to come down to the better goaltending, which is Igor Shosturkin with the Rangers. So that, that's what it's going to come down to. Because, like, realistically, Maple Leafs do have a better forward core. They have a better defensive core. But the better goalie usually wins the series. And that is Igor. So if Igor is healthy coming to the playoffs, which he, he has not given any reason to doubt that, then I, I don't see any reason why the Rangers wouldn't win that round. I agree with you. So I know it doesn't look the most pretty, but it's not bad. Uh, so we're going to move back until we get to the finals. Panthers, Lightning. I mean... Uh, Lightning. <laughs> it's, it's, probably. Pan- this, is, yeah. this is where the Panthers choke again. <laughs> like, it's just not gonna... Uh, Lightning have too much experience, man. Lightning have too much they experience. They have, what, three years max of this, like, full core? 
And then they still yeah. have young guys, right? Like they still have multiple yeah. guys under 28. But they they're still like have Brandon Point, Ross Colton. I think Nikita Kucherov uh, still under thirty. Like yeah, like they still have it, but Andre they only have a Yeah, it's tough. Um, I think the Rangers win this series. I'm just gonna I do. Don't, I, I I actually. I, if, how strongly you feel I'll about that, honest, Kyle? <laughs> I I really think the I think this matchup for the I think Penguins are gonna win one more Stanley Cup. I think the Penguins learned a lot from playing the Rangers last year. Um, and also the the Penguins played with their third string goalie. The rain, uh, Penguins also were without Sidney Crosby for a majority of the series. So I think the Penguins barely lost to the to the Rangers last year, and I think they're going to learn from that and would beat them in this matchup this year. I hope I'm wrong because I I hate the Penguins with every ounce in my body. You know, I but, think we should, I think as a podcast we should take a moment just. When you look at humility and being objective, I got to say, <laughs> Kyle, this, as somebody who's very biased for a lot of teams, I respect that a lot to have the team you hate the most go all the way to the Stanley Cup. Oh, oh, Steve, just wait until you're you see I have the Celtics in the playoffs this year. Okay, Kyle, I think the Oilers win. The, I think they sweep it, to be dead honest. I don't think it's Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I think that Correct. the Flames win this in like six. I, I would uh, think that would go the distance, six or seven for sure, but I do think the Flames yeah. would win, yeah. What do you think? Probably wild for this series. Wild in four. Got it. And Avalanche in three because they beat them so bad. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so wild Avalanche, and I can actually just. You think so? Wild Wild Avalanche series would be one of the best ones in uh, modern playoff history. I think. I think it would. I I do agree. Uh, do the Oilers finally not choke a second-round matchup? Yes. Well, they Let's didn't go. last year. They made it to the conference final last year. They're getting closer so every year. You know what that means, here. Kyle. Uh, yes. uh, dude, do I we have the Wild winning just because of the memes? I think they do. I think the Wild do genuinely win. Like They have Marc-Andre Fleury for a full season this year. Love they that for him. Kaprizov. I, I see Wild doing it. But I don't see them going any further. <laughs> I don't either. Oilers for the win, baby. Oilers going to the finals for the first time since 97 or whatever the hell it is. Um, uh, two, 2006, but that's okay. Oh, it's been, Okay, and then I have winning here. <laughs> Kyle, I think... Uh, yes, I agree. Oilers yes, no, I agree. finally win their championship with Connor McDavid. We're probably gonna, we're definitely would, gonna have a different bracket come the end of the year. Oilers win. Oh, for sure. But I think, I think having a goalie that's actually a competent goalie will be a huge difference maker for the Oilers. I so. agree. Woo Pog, the Oilers win the championship. <laughs> uh, we will be posting this. You guys can see it on our actual Twitter. Uh, we'll be doing that afterwards. So essentially, yes. just to give a brief recap. Uh, important notes: Capitals miss the playoffs. Uh, the Ducks make a huge improvement. So do the Red Wings. Uh, Kyle did say the Senators would have an improvement. I necessarily didn't think so. We kind of were on the opposite sides there. Uh, Kyle has the Bruins taking a big drop off. Um, I still think they make the playoffs. 
not a huge deal. In fact, maybe it's better if they're wild cards. I think it can beat the Panthers. Uh, anyways, uh, and the Oilers finally win their Stanley Cup. Connor McDavid definitely deserves uh, with the Avalanche falling in the second round. So um, that is your NHL playoffs. Again, we'll be posting those afterwards. So let's move on to the NBA playoffs. I know we're going to oh. have a little bit more here. So we're going to be going ahead and doing just like we did the regular season and the rankings, and then we'll be moving on over to the playoffs. So Okay, Nick, we start in the West or the East? We're going to start in the West because, again, yeah. minimal bias. We're going to move in the middle of the West. I'm going <laughs> to move this down just a little bit so we can see all of the teams, and we can see them here. So uh, worst team, we're just going to start there. Uh, let's go this real quick. Uh, so I actually think the bottom three teams are interchangeable here. I actually have OKC at 13. Then you've got San Antonio and Utah following them. I don't really care which you put them in. Whoa, <laughs> no. Hold yeah. on. Pause really quick. Did I miss something? Yeah, they Utah. traded yes. Rudy Gobert and Donovan and Mitchell. Bro, what do you mean? Mitchell. It's cake for, for Victor time in Utah. <laughs> Wild. Okay, I'll t- I mean, I didn't think that would be that big of a difference, but apparently it will be. Bro, they so. Oh, it's the two, two best, best players. players. <laughs> uh, uh, this should be pretty straightforward as well. Jake, yeah. uh, Rocket should absolutely be 12. Um, now, looking around here, I'm looking at the teams I know are going to make it. I've got the Kings at 11. I was going to say Kings probably at 11, right? Taking, That's what I was thinking. Taking a jump, competing for the plan, but not getting there. I've I got agree. The Blazers at 10. I was I literally know. about to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna do the Blazers. We got, we know they are the Blazers okay. at 10. I absolutely agree. I'm Nick, thinking. Before we continue with nine, can we go up to the top and work down? I think it gets real muddy when you get to this six to nine range. Okay, let me look at this real quick. First seed next year. I think a team. That is going to take a big jump. That was a little bit of a surprise last year, but is going to take the first year. I'm going to go. I'm thinking Timberwolves. I think they're going to be a big jump. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're that good. So the weird thing with the NBA right now is honestly, I feel like in the West and the East there are like six teams that can vie for that number one spot. The Timberwolves are on that list. I've got yeah. the Suns. I'm kind of playing it safe and going back to the number one seed from last year, just re-upping nah. and getting the number one seed again. That's no fun. If we're going to put somebody other than oh, Phoenix. Oh, give me Nuggets. Give me Nuggets. I was going to say, put Denver at number one. Obviously, yeah. they're getting Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back. Give me that. I'll take Yogi the Suns at two. How about that? I'm good I'll with take that. the Suns at two. Um, uh, Warriors. Warriors at three. Even though they could totally be first seed as well. I agree with that. How about the Timberwolves here, though? Come on now. Okay, so the reason I would put the Warriors at three is actually Click Production said it. Uh, they don't care about the regular season. They just won the championship yeah. as a three seed. They really don't care. Yeah, they don't. Where they're They'll play whoever. All they care uh, about is getting to the playoff. I had the Clippers at four. I would also be comfortable putting them at five because I had Minnesota at five anyway. We can switch those. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with doing that. And the only reason why is I do think the Clippers made a big jump. And I th- or the Timberwolves made a big jump, and the Clippers are literally the same team. So I'm, f- I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. Okay, the last guaranteed spot in the playoffs, I don't think we can disrespect Jarman. Jarman no, we can't. Part. No, it's the Grizzlies, uh, baby. I have them right there. Yeah. 
Let's go. Okay, perfect. I like that I'm pretty close to you and Kyle on both these lists, essentially. Like, we're in the same spot. Okay. Now, here's have... the money part. Probably <laughs> Lakers. Uh, I have the Mavericks, but they're Ooh. one, Lu- one Luka injury away from not making the playoffs. <laughs> That's the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I like that. Mavericks this... could easily be, like, a 6-5 seed as well. Like true. Yeah, I was going to say, like, any any – team like one through nine can be in that five to four range and i think that's what's really interesting about the west uh i have the lakers over the pelicans but that is also zion's back have you seen that motherfucker dude i would take yeah, zion over lebron right now no cap. i would take zion over lebron the one v one right now no cap. I, that I dude would looks not. juiced i would not that dude <laughs> looks juiced but anyways uh I maybe not actually but um okay well that, well, that was pretty straightforward and easy. Um, and then I that should all be filled out go. over there. Cool. Um, so, uh, here we go. We're about to I have to look funny. at this again. Um, we can start right at the bottom, honestly. Let's do the bottom three teams and just get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, Wizards. Yeah. Wizards, Magic, and the Pacers. Those are the bottom Yeah, I am, I am with you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Pacers lost to one of their best players in a boat. Uh, Brogdon, so. Plus, they're looking at trading. They're in a rebuild state. They literally are trying to trade Miles Turner and is it Tyrese Halliburton who's in Indiana? Yes. Yeah, they're literally. He's like a second year. Like, they're in a rebuild mode over in Indiana. I don't see them being any better than thirteenth. I think one more year the Pistons. Pistons. Pistons, Yeah. It's one more year that kind of. I I hate to say it. I'm thinking. Well, let me look at this again. I was making sure I said team. I'm thinking Knicks. When I originally no, did this, don't do this to me. hold on, hold on. When I originally did my seedings, I had the Pistons at ten, and then I had to check myself, reminding myself it's going to be another. Year. They get, they need one more year to make. They need one more year for Cade. They need one more year for Cade. Um, Lamelo's already hurt, so I put the Hornets at eleven. Uh, they're going to be missing Lamelo for at least a few weeks. He's got a grade two ankle sprain, and I think a bad start for them could be very, very detrimental to them long term. Hey, I don't know how to put this. What's up? I will take 80% of the season with Lamelo over 100% of the season <laughs> with the whole Knicks team. I will take Lamelo La will win more games by himself whole, than the whole Knicks team. Hear me out. I actually have the Knicks at night. Okay, well, now we're just on crack. I got it. No, no, I have reasons. So the Bulls, who I have at 10, who you could easily put the Hornets over. The Bulls are going to be missing Lonzo for a significant amount of time, and whatever your thoughts are on Lonzo, he is a significant cog in that Bulls core. They were number one seed with him. They were number. They went dropped all the way down to number six without him. So it could be a very very rough start, and if Lamelo or Lonzo doesn't come back soon for the Bulls, they easily could miss the playoffs. So okay, if you want I, the Hornets I, in the playoffs. I'm putting the Bulls. There. I do, I do. I'll put the Bulls, the Bulls there, the, uh, Bulks. the Bulls there. But I think the Hornets to meet the playoffs in fact i could have them if lamello is back in just a couple weeks i can have them as close as high as six five seed but i will put them there I in agreement put them that high with the strength in the east i really don't the top 18 the top six teams in the east are absolutely ridiculous uh nicks at nine i'll give that to you even though i do think the Hornets are higher but i understand i've got your... i've got the hawks and the Cavs in eight and seven hawks and Cavs. i i think the Cavs are higher and let me see who I'd put them above. Raptors. That's, you think the Raptors are going to? Okay. Uh, okay. 
I'm fine with you putting them there, but I'm going to go on record of why I disagree with that. Um, the Raptors are probably the most fundamentally sound team in basketball. Pascal Siakam's a bona fide stud. Yep. Even if he gets hurt, they're so fundamentally sound that they're injury-proof for the most part. Unless everything goes off the rails, they're a top-five seed because of the fact yep. that they're so fundamentally sound. I have them at, I mean, I only. I, I think I did a rough thing earlier this week, and I had them at, like, six. But, yeah, I like five or six for the Raptors. Cavaliers have one person and one name that make them a top-eight seed. And the wrestler team ain't too shabby as well. No, I love I love the Cavs team. I'm wondering where they're going to get defense from, especially in their backcourt, because Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland both play defense. But that is what it is. I know that they have big men that can guard the rim, but still, like their guards can't play defense. Big problem. But uh, if you're scoring 120 points a night, <laughs> I know I- I'm very well aware of what the Cavs can be. I just need to see it first. I actually had Boston at the sixth seed. I know you're going to put them somewhere higher than that. Yeah, um, the fuck yeah I am. <laughs> again, so, again, Boston, new coach coming into town. I know they're. I know the team's got camaraderie. I know they're going to be fine. But at the same time, I'm weary about a new coach in the start of the year. We saw it with Emi Adoka last year. They didn't start off too hot. Got better as the season went on. I just don't know if they can repeat that same kind of energy halfway through the year and flip the switch. But... I'm okay with putting them somewhere higher. That's just my personal thing. I think the Celtics could be a six seed, but they're still a finals contender at that six seed because I think there's six or seven finals contenders in the East. It's absolutely asinine. You want to know the difference between last year and this year? Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are absolute studs. Yes, but last year, I agree, completely new coach, right? Ime Doko is completely new. Yeah. The assistant coach's name, I don't know. I, I, it's my Joe fault. Mazzula, I think. Joe, oh my yes, God. thank you. Not only does he have previous work with the team and some of its players, yeah. he also was an assistant coach last year. So he is yeah. not a new face. He has existing relationships with all those guys. And apparently, and maybe this is just reports on for positive, you know, energy, whatever. Apparently, they love this dude and are excited to have this slightly different coaching style of last year. Because they now have learned from last year so much. And I'll so, take that. And I'm obviously willing to be wrong here because I hope the Celtics are the number one seed in the East. I just don't. I tread, I treaded very cautiously with where I put the Celtics. I think. You got the I, 76ers I, at five? I think that Joel Embiid is one injury away from them being in the play Bro, I had okay. I'm assuming that anybody who isn't hurt right now is staying healthy. I had the 76ers as the fucking one seed. I couldn't <laughs> disagree with that more. Uh, but I will move them higher in agreement that they will likely do better. Move the uh, 76ers to four and move the Nets to five because I have the Nets at the three seed. Or move the Heat to five. I don't care who you put in five. I'm thinking Heat. I'll do Heat. Nets. 76ers, Celtics, and that puts the Bucks, which is a completely fair spot for them to be. Oh, and yeah, I no, think absolutely. the Bucks. Uh, I think the Bucks are insane. That they are within a like I think they have the lead actually by like five wins. I'm not kidding. Like I think they have like 60 wins and Celtics have like 55. I mean. Our top six teams outside of the Cavs and the Raptors are essentially the same. I had them in a different order. I had it going Philly, Milwaukee, 
Brooklyn, assuming Kyrie plays every game, might not happen. But assuming Kyrie plays every game, then Miami, then Toronto, then Boston, again, treading carefully, willing to be wrong about it. I, I'm comfortable with that. I think any of those top seven teams can flop or flip-flop anywhere. Like, I don't think the Raptors are a one seed, but put them anywhere between four and seven, and it's correct. So. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go ahead. We will do Eastern first here. So, uh, this is your 9-10 matchup. This is your 7-8 matchup. They will meet up in the middle, and then... Uh, I go against the Bucks for the uh, the 7-8. We'll go against the Celtics. And the winner of the what will be whatever the two middle teams are, we'll play the Bucks. So I'm taking the Hornets in that Nets game unless Jalen Brunson is actually that dude. <laughs> why they make that blue? Because they're the Hornets, that's why. Uh, okay, so Hornets win the 9-10 matchup, which means they go here as they will have to play the winner of the uh, seven eight matchup. I would go with the Raptors. No, they'd have to play the loser of the seven eight matchup. Yes, excuse so, me, the loser. I, my take, logic was I'm, correct. But... Yeah, I'm taking the Raptors in that. They're gonna. Win I am game. also. Uh, Raptors uh, are going to play the Celtics as the number seven seed, and this would be Hornets versus Hawks. And I this don't comes think down to Lamelo and Trey. Who do you want? <laughs> I not kidding. I think Lamelo is an MVP candidate next year. And I don't think he's that far this year. So no killer tray, no ice tray like what he did in the Knicks a couple of years ago after you were so high on him getting to the conference championship last year. I really was. I really was. Now I'm going with Melo. Now I'm going with Melo being the guy I'm high on this year. I'm fine with that. I don't think any team in the play is getting out of the first round anyway. Go for it. Uh, were you going to say something? I was not, no. Okay, I didn't know. So Hornets. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the Rangers game at the same time, so that's why. You're nice. Good, you're good. <laughs> I agree that neither playing team will win, and furthermore, I'm gonna take. Dude, I'm thinking about this. I know this probably sounds crazy to you. I'm if dead Embiid ass thinking about this. If Embiid is healthy, the 76ers are winning that matchup. Nobody can guard Harden. Plus, they have to stay and worry about Embiid. Absolutely zero shot the Cavaliers. That's just a bad matchup for them. It's not anything it about is. the Cavaliers. That's a bad matchup. Uh, I'm gonna I think take... the Heat finally lose, right? Like, they finally don't make it far. I have a hard time with that only because they are, you know, absolute dogs, but I'm okay with taking the Nets. The Nets are on paper the better team, but I know the fact that the Heat are just absolute dogs when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, it's tough. I just think eventually it's going to fall. Like, Jimmy Butler can't, can't win a championship. Forever, right? Yeah, he can't. He can't. Um, it's well, tough. I also, think, like, I also think that he can't carry them as far as he did last year. It's only... It's two. It's like three years in a row now. Yeah, it's eventually it comes to an end. We could also be proven wrong, but eventually, I mean, one man carry team that like, can only get you so far. And I've yeah. Tyler Hero, if Tyler Hero has taken a step up and he's healthy, that series will be very, very interesting. I will say that. And I agree. If the Nets don't win it, Katie and Kyrie are out of Brooklyn so fast, it's not even funny. Oh, I, I, I mean, I hope agree the Nets that. suck again, but you know, we'll be okay here. I do, however, think that the Bucks beat oh, the, the Bucks beat it, a fully healthy Bucks team. Absolutely. Oh, and now, you, we're assuming I, that all these teams are fully healthy, right? Yes. Okay. Um, unless it's like season ending or like they're not there most of the season. Yeah. Uh, on the note you said before, the Celtics do have someone to guard Joel Embiid, and you know exactly who that is. 
uh, Robert <laughs> Williams. James. Yeah, and James Harden, right? Yeah. Robert Williams has never been destroyed. Like, not in a single game has been destroyed by the opposing center. And he's blocked up. Like, and I'm sure it'll happen eventually. And maybe one game, Joel will drop 40. But he's not going to drop 40 four times. And James Harden and him are not going to combine for 60 four times. No. It's just not going to happen. No, and this for that again, it's one of those matchup things like what they have with the Cavaliers. I think the Celtics just match up well with the 76ers. It's one of those things. I mean, can't do anything I about it. I completely agree. And now, this gets interesting. <laughs> it does. This is where this gets interesting. <laughs> if we look at the series last year, they played last year, the yeah. Bucks are the same team, but they'll be healthy. They'll have Chris Middleton this time. Yes. But the Celtics are, in my opinion, have filled the holes that they had. Yeah, Not they got just better. healthy, but they filled the holes they had. They got Brogdon. They did have uh, Bogdanovich, but he is hurt. He's done for the season. But they Does... got Blake Griffin to have another guy who can rebound, which has always been their second center's issue. Also, uh, Blake Griffin just looks like he can ball right now. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen a few videos of him at practice, and he just looks like he's having so much fun. And if he, if that's, I don't, I'm not banking on Blake Griffin to score more than, if he can, 10 points a game. Give me 10 points and eight rebounds a game as his second soccer. I will be beyond it. The Celtics yeah. don't need him to score. He can put up five no. points a game for all I fucking care. If he puts up eight rebounds, it, it's successful. <laughs> yes. What, what he's there to do is to make sure that if Robert Williams is one hurt or two only playing limited minutes, whoever the opposing center is or power forward, he is on them. Yeah. He is literally making it so that there's no easy matter for them ever. That's all and he's I mean, there to do. The thing is, is that Brogdon can also go for 25 anytime he wants. I mean, yes. he's more of a he's more of a ball distributor. But you have scoring with him and Pritchard off the bench, and this kid Sam Hauser's looking nuts. Oh, so. he's he's dropped 30 in a game, like in a in a like, preseason game. I, it's the Celtics are the deepest team in basketball, but that also just makes me worried because I like. If you're taking Giannis over Tatum, right? Like Giannis is clearly better than Tatum. I, I yep. think that's. It's oh, yeah. not like by far. I think but it's I a difference by one to five, right? Like yeah. number one player in the league to like fourth or five. fifth best player in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think I had him at seven or eight, but yeah, but when, when I did those rankings, but like it's the difference between one and eight. But Giannis is the best player in basketball. Yes. But the rest of the roster, I'm taking the Celtics for all of it. Yes. I think Brown is better than Middleton. Like. I don't even know who their center is. Is it Robin Lopez still? It, I I don't know. Uh, maybe. Well, it's Giannis, it, but <laughs> you, you know you know how you do it. Who is the sixth best player on the on the Bucks? Can anyone tell me? I think it's Pat Connaughton. I think hey, if I had he to went guess. To my high school, no shot. No, no, no. I he's the <laughs> sixth love, best player on the championship team. I love Pat Connaughton. The sixth best player on the Celtics is take your pick of Marcus Smart or Malcolm Brogdon. And or Peyton Pritchard if he continues to develop. Well, you can go on a list at that point. Blake Griffin. That's your sixth <laughs> best player. Is all-star caliber. People are talking about Malcolm Brogdon was a load management player. Yeah, he can be a load management player here. We don't need him, one, to play 82 games, and two, to play 40 minutes this game. The Pacers did. He was all they had. Besides <laughs> Karius Sliver, who's gone. And Miles Turner, who's going to be gone. It's like, and their rookie, who's going to be gone, like, we don't need him to be the guy. We don't even need him to be the second best or the third best 
or the he fourth best. He literally is like the fourth scoring option on the team. It's nuts. It's absolutely he might, insane. He's probably the fourth scoring option behind Tatum, Brown, and I guess you honestly, you might be fifth because we still have Al Horford, who for whatever reason could just pop off for 30 in a night. Like, <laughs> and, and it's just like the Celtics are so deep. And honestly, I agree with you now that the Celtics are the deepest team. I still was on the train, especially in the play playoffs. The Warriors were actually the deepest team in the league. But with yeah. this whole thing going on with Draymond and Jordan Poole, I can't like realistically say that they are the deepest team if they're two of their top five players are in fistfights. Like that doesn't just go away. Like it oh, doesn't. Side like, note: the fact that that film was leaked is absolutely fucked and shouldn't have happened. But uh, that's just a side note. I agree with I'm, you. I'm with you that I'm I'm with you that the Celtics win that series. I think it's a seven game series. I don't think it's I. Literally, I think that's a dogfight the entire yeah. series. I want you to know, if, if the Celtics are healthy, I think the Celtics win in five. I'm not kidding. If the Celtics, if the Bucks are not healthy, same thing. If the if both teams are fully healthy, it's in five, maybe six. But if for some reason Jason Tatum's hurt, Jalen Brown, someone's hurt in the Celtics, the issue is for me, well, not the issue, the good part is, if when last year when the second unit came in for the Bucks. The Celtics' second unit was able to neutralize them. Yeah. That isn't a thing this year. The Celtics' second unit will beat up any second unit except maybe the Warriors in the whole league. I'm fine with that. I mean, again, I think it's a dogfight. I just don't think Giannis goes no. down that easy. It's just one no. of those things. I think no matter I mean, what, as long as you have Giannis, especially if he's, like, hitting buckets now and now being able to be a much better three-point scorer than... I, even if it's just him, he could still stretch this game to six, maybe seven games. If it's really just him on the field, I think I he don't has finally remember, found remember. the uh, Bruin or uh, basketball jersey to get. I'm getting Griffin when it comes out. I love Dude. it. <laughs> um, I love it. Dude. Oh. Yeah, that's true. He'll definitely get a jersey. I honestly completely forgot, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys or on the podcast. Last year, when the Celtics were playing the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, Game Seven. I was on a plane back from Arizona from a wedding, yeah. and it was on the TVs on the flight. So nice. everyone flying from Arizona to Boston was watching. Not everyone, but a lot of people were watching this. <laughs> and when the Celtics won, Faye was like, yay, and like clapped to me. like She was like, yeah, awesome. And then a bunch of people on the plane started clapping. It was yeah. hilarious. Let's go. I was like, look who you started. And she thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. So That's that was just a fun story. Um, and then, I mean, right. I, anyways, so we'll move on we to it. We can a dead horse all day. We both think the Celtics are winning that series. Let's move yes. to the West. I'm taking the Lakers over the Blazers. I'm actually taking the Lakers to win the 9-10 game, which puts the Lakers down here. Uh, who? Okay, I think the 7-8 uh, game actually gives a very, very interesting thing here because essentially Luka versus three dudes who I think combined are better than Luka. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it's hard for three all-stars to not add up to a Hall of Famer. I mean, unless it's Giannis. Giannis is like the one person that three all-stars might not add up to him or be very close. Like, uh, Luka... LeBron... LeBron Maybe five years ago, I would say maybe that's true. Yeah, this LeBron year's little... now is not. No I disrespect mean... to LeBron. No Still disrespect. top five. But Giannis is, and LeBron's talked about this. Giannis is the most physical, best player in the league. 
and it's just dude, it's it's like having Shaq but more athletic. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, take the Pelicans that matchup. I am too. Luca lost his second guy. Luca lost. Luca lost his second guy. But and they added Christian Woods. I'm actually taking the Lakers in that matchup. If everybody is healthy, I'm taking the Lakers. I think you put Pat Bev on Luca, and Luca's still going to give you 30, but it'll be less efficient. And I don't think they have anybody to guard LeBron or AD, and that's it's just a bad matchup. Like Luca can't yeah, carry you forever. That's true, and I forgot like LeBron could cover Luca, and it's like like he might or still score put, 40. Or but... you could just put Pat Bev on him. Um. I agree. So, Suns will play the Pelicans, which is an awful matchup for the Suns, by the way. <laughs> Absolute, Absolute dog shit. <laughs> uh, like for the if you're the Suns, you're like son of a, who? At center, <laughs> at center, they're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> at shooting guard, they're fucked. <laughs> like, you couldn't match up a better matchup than putting Brandon Ingram on Devin Booker and then putting Zion on DeAndre. So then here's who's my, like here's my problem with the Suns, right? It's the same problem that the Cavs have. They don't have a guard that can play defense whatsoever. Their two starting guards are two of the worst defenders in the league. Devin Booker and Chris Paul are not good at defense. It's the same thing with Darius Garland and fucking Donovan Mitchell. And so if you get guards that can just absolutely put the ball in the bucket, like we know CJ McCollum can, and you know, Brandon Ingram sometimes plays the two. He's more of a wing. For, he's more of a small forward. A, but he's a small, yeah. Yeah, but he plays the two a lot. If you put Brandon Ingram on fucking Devin Booker, he's giving him 50. He's putting 50 on his head. Yeah, you can just shoot over him. Like, he's six inches taller. Like, it's just not not fair. Um, I think that's pretty, pretty straightforward. I do think this series is very straightforward. Yeah, Nikola Jokic is the number three best player in the league. Or probably behind him at Luka, six, and Giannis. But it's fine. <laughs> Who'd you have? You know what? Never mind. No, I had Giannis, LeBron, Steph, Luka, and KD above him. Oh, okay, okay, that's fair. Actually, that's fair. I don't know what order I'd put him in, but that is fair, like top five. Um, uh, I'm taking the Timberwolves over the Clippers, but Kawhi and Paul George are not enough. Who is the Clippers center? Who are they going to have play Cat? Well, they. I think it was Christian Wood. Or no, it was Christian Wood. It was, uh, it was I don't know. Um, it was Javon. No, not JaVale McGee. Who the fuck was it? The Clippers center. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, Cat's getting I, him 40. I, I know who Zubach is, bud, but he is not. That's, that's, uh, yeah, it's an L. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Timberwolves in that series. So we're going to go. Kawhi's great. Nothing on Kawhi, but the Timberwolves are actually stacked. Dude, I still, I want to pick the Grizzlies so bad over the. If the Jordan Poole Draymond stuff is still an issue, right? Where they can't play together. The Grizzlies win this. That much of an issue, dude. I don't. I mean, either that or they're getting rid of him out. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I think initially, like the first 20, 30 games of the year, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Once they get tired of being a 500 team, I think Draymond and Poole are going to have to look at each other and be like, I want another title. So, like, don't get me wrong, time doesn't heal all wounds, and what Draymond did should literally get him traded traded off that basketball team. Like, what are you gonna trade, trade him for? A basket of a bread bud? What are you gonna trade? Like, Dude, not... I'll trade him for a second round pick. That's where he came from. That's where he can go back. I do not care. I don't want him on my team. That's too toxic. You know what I mean? Like that's the tough part. 
Yeah, but you know what? Uh, Some rebuilding team who doesn't have any shooters would love to add Draymond Green to their tank top. Come on. Yeah, I guess you're right, but... Um... No, I'll... I'm going to hesitantly take the Grizzlies in that matchup, barring the fact that Jaron Jackson is healthy, because I know the for a fact he's not. Yeah. And I could look like a fool with that, because the Warriors could... No, I'm with you. I'm with you, by the way. I actually think... And I don't... Like, obviously, this is our very early on predictions. This could... This will be... T- there is no I in Grizzlies. Grizzlies. After the, after, after the Z, there's no I. It's just Grizzlies. Oh, unfortunate. Grizzlies. You know, in my head, that like is like, oh, Grizzlies. Whatever. No, I get it. <laughs> Anyways, so... Um, I'm going to take the Pelicans in that matchup. I, I don't am think too. The Suns are built That's for the playoffs. a dog shit matchup for them. Dog shit. I, I think the Suns... I think the Suns had their chance, and Giannis stripped that shit from them, and that's about it. That's really all there is to it. Listen, after what happened last year with Luka, that Mavericks team was not – they shouldn't have been good enough to make the Western Conference Finals. I know exactly what I said when the playoffs started. That they were yeah. making the NBA. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was not serious, but I also was just kind of like, let's go, Luka. Yeah. There's zero reason why the Suns should have lost to the Pelicans last year and I, or the Mavericks last year. I just don't think they're built for the playoffs. I don't think they have that dog. I agree. Not anymore. They had their chance. They had their chance. Um, Do we take the Nuggets here? Like Uh, I think this is a lot closer. I think Cat and Jokic match up well. Uh, Jamal Murray and CJ are going to go at it. And then you have MPJ on Brandon Ingram. Um, Well, those are your top six players, right? Yeah. It's an even matchup. Who is your number three best player after what would be Cat and Nicole Jokic in either order? Whatever, like one and two. Who is your, in my mind, it's Jamal Murray. Also, that wasn't, oh, sorry. I said CJ McCollum. I was thinking the Pelicans. I meant D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Uh, okay, sorry. Jamal Murray, uh, Anthony Edwards, dude. That too. Anthony and then Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> But it's he's still fourth for me. He's still fourth for me, though. You it's his second year. Right now, yes. But by the end of the year, I could be completely wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's I his mean, second year. Let me put it this way. I put LaMelo and uh, Anthony Edwards in that top 25. I don't think I included Jamal Murray in that top 25. That's interesting. I wasn't here for your top 25 to debate I that. Might have, but, uh, I might have forgotten about Jamal Murray. That is That is sad. Oh, he was also injured all of last year. That's why. Oh, he's come back with a vengeance, too. Um, You know what? The Nuggets got to the second round without Jamal Murray or MPJ last year. I think Jokic carries that. I'm going to give it to the Nuggets. I'll I'll take that logic and roll triple with double, it. Triple-double, triple-double in the playoffs for Jokic, probably. <laughs> um, I think this is a Grizzlies all day, right? Like, yeah, no. But... The Pelicans shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have made it this far, but here they are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so that puts us at Nuggets. And uh, Grizzlies. So, um, oh, this is tough. I think this. You is know the tough. worst part? Before we decide who chooses this, I think the Celtics actually fucking smoke both these teams. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I yeah. think that there is one team. I I'm not kidding. One singular team in the West that can, if the Celtics make it to the finals, that can beat them. It's the, the team Warriors? that beat them last year. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the one team that'll have a mental advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every other team in the West will not have a mental advantage. 
So if the Warriors don't make it to the finals and the Celtics do, the Celtics have zero reason to lose. Like, oh, zero. No, it'd, be there, it'd be theirs to lose at that point. I don't... Again, yes. the Celtics are the deepest team in the league. I think they're the best team in the league. I That speaking volumes because of the fact that I had them at the sixth seed, only because of their coach situation. I still think they would have gone far in the playoffs being the yeah. sixth seed. I really don't care. I don't I'm, think that Jaw is there yet. How about that? I think we're going to disagree on this one. I think Jaw is an absolute dog. I want to be on Jaw's side. I want to be like, yes, Jaw Morant. Yes, Jaw Morant. Okay. I really do. Here's my problem with the Nuggets. Again, it's the lack of defense. Yeah. Like, Jokic is not a rim protector. Yeah, he's going to go get you 30, 10, and 10. That's fine. Whatever. Cool. Go do that, please. By all means. But Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, I mean, Jamal Murray plays pretty good perimeter defense, but Michael Porter Jr. is not that great a defender. I don't know if he's, nah, he's healthy shoot. or not because he's never yeah. healthy. Never fucking healthy. And between Ja, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen uh, Adams and... Steven, uh, a- Steven Adams is an absolute animal. Like, pull up the Grizzlies roster for me real quick just so I can get a refresher here. Oh, they're playing right now. They're currently losing to the Orlando Magic in a preseason game, yeah, but hey. Uh, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, like they're a pretty deep young like, team as well. Like they're young enough where, yeah, you could say it's not there yet. But when they're fully healthy, I mean, Danny Green's got the veteran presence there. Steven Adams is there. I don't absolutely love the Grizzlies. I don't know how well this matchup goes. I'm really not. I'm trying to. I think I'm talking yeah. myself into the Grizzlies. Let's just go to the Nuggets. That's what I'm saying. The Nuggets have. I think the Grizzlies are one more year. You know what I mean? Like, like next year. Like one I more player. To, I think I want it to be the Grizzlies so bad that I'm trying to talk myself into it. And <laughs> I think the Celtics win this in six. Uh, I think they might win it in five. Like yeah. it is like disrespectful. Ooh. Like I think that I think who. In my mind, is matching up to Jason Tatum. Um, Michael Porter Jr. can't play defense, so not MPJ. Um, Jamal it's Murray is going to have to deal with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Malcolm Brogdon. All three of them at once, probably. <laughs> like, who is the best player? Hold on a minute. Can you imagine a small ball lineup with Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Rob Will on the floor? Oh. <laughs> What's crazy Can you imagine good. that small ball? I just, I don't know. I just can't see, like, with this kind of roster we have, the only way we can really beat ourselves and lose is honestly against the Warriors. I can just. And injuries. Beat them in a mental game. Listen, and barring injuries. any injuries to the Celtics, they should be the title favorite. Like, and this is their honestly, year. No, like, no bias. They should be the title favorite. Yeah. They, I think they are, especially after they signed Brogdon. Like, soon as they signed Brogdon, and then Blake Griffin's probably just like similar to signing um, Bogdanovich, like whatever, cool. He, he doesn't move the needle, but it's a nice player. No, but Brogdon did move the needle. Like that oh, was absolutely. like a okay. I think the Celtics should be favorites. I think that after the Draymond pool thing, which probably isn't as big of a deal as it seems, I do think it is a deal, and I do think that it affects the team, like how. How does their up-and-coming star trust one of their leaders who probably was super close to him the last few years, like, building him up? And then he punched him squaring the freaking eye. Like, For the record, Celtics are not the favorite, according to DraftKings. Is it the Warriors? 
Um, it is the Clippers. That doesn't surprise the, me. The Clippers are the favorite. Um, Warriors and Celtics are tied for second. Listen. Why do I they love the Clippers so much? Uh, because they have Kawhi, John Wall, and Paul George, and they think John Wall's return to prime John Wall. Yeah, no thanks. They, no, they act like the videos that have come out show John Wall playing really well, but I don't think he's going to be prime John Wall. People think it's like the next big three in the league. I don't see it. Like, they can be very four, good. Four, five, and six. Like, who is four, five, and six? Like, look it up. I have no idea. Oh, the. Like. Hey, they have Reggie Jackson who's going to get smoked by any of the point guards, except for maybe Peyton Pritchard on the Celtics. Okay, Paul George, tough matchup for Jalen Brown. Truthfully, tough matchup. Paul George is probably a little bit better. Kawhi, tough matchup for Tatum. I'm taking Tatum. Marcus Morris Sr., I will take either Grant Williams or Al Horford over him. Like, no doubt in my mind. And Zubac, give me... A million times out of a million. Either of the centers. Yeah, give me Rob Williams. Give me Blake Griffin. And then, cool, they have John Wall. Great. Put Brogdon on him. Put Pritchard on him. Like, they both play good defense. Like, Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm looking at the roster. Terrence Mann has shown flashes of being good. I think John Wall should be starting. I don't know why this has him listed as their backup point guard. If he's coming off the bench, that's a great six-man to have, I guess. But Reggie Jackson's not impressive. Like, I'm looking at a two-man team here, and they're hoping John Wall returns the form. Like, that's what I'm looking at. Yes, and I look at Luke Kennard and Nicholas Batum, and they are both bench players. If you look at the Celtics bench, some of those players aren't bench players. Like, that's the issue. Like, there are I, no other than John Wall. Like, these are not starters. I would go as far as there are three guys on the Celtics bench who are starting caliber players in the league. Let's look at it, shall we? So, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams. Wait, this is weird. Uh, and Peyton Pritchard could all be starters. Like, Peyton Pritchard, I would take over. We also all forgot Reggie that Jackson. Derek White exists. <laughs> I do forget that Derek White we exists. We forget that Derek White exists, who's a starter on about 10 teams in the league, maybe more. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we don't need him to do what he did last year. He's taking way too many shots. He like, is not starting as a shooting guard. I would bet you, I will bet you my whole bank account he doesn't start as a shooting guard. One dollar. <laughs> Dog, they didn't even have Rob Will on that list. Yeah, he's hurt. I don't know. But that then ESPN. They had him it. somewhere. No, I saw him. I saw him somewhere on you there. You sure you didn't see Grant Williams? Oh, that's valid. I may have seen him. Yeah, yeah I don't Grant. see Rob Will yep, on here Okay, either. that's fair. <laughs> That is totally fair, Jake. This boy, <laughs> Sam Hauser, went off, bud. Where is it at? Where is that where he scored something crazy, bud? Why is it, is, why is it so hard? No, I thought he scored oh, a bunch. Not they're not showing his preseason stats. That's all from last year's finals. Oh, that's butt cheeks. Yeah, they nor yeah they like almost never show preseason. Yeah, I think you have to look up the actual uh, like box score or something like that from the actual game. Uh, I think it was against the Hornets. Uh, nope, not against the Hornets. It was against the Raptors. I think it was the overtime game against the Raptors. Or the other Hornets game. 14 no. points? No, I could have sworn he dropped like 30. 
It was, I think it was against the Raptors. 22, excuse 22, me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just not. This is not. When is the first actual season game? Do we know? October seventeenth, I believe. It's this not one, this October eighteenth. Not bad. So that is our rating. Uh, quick synopsis: uh, Celtics win the NBA championship. Actually, known biasly, and I think most people would be in a similar boat. Um, surprising pieces on here: uh, Heat get bounced in the second round. Um, the uh, Bulls don't make the playoffs. Uh, the the Pelicans make it all the way to the semis, and the Grizzlies and Nuggets face off in the Western Conference Finals. That's a little bit of a surprise um, in terms of what we did. Um, nothing else super crazy. I think everything else is pretty straightforward and, and kind of makes sense. Timberwolves have their best year t- to date in the last few years. Um, any thoughts? Any final thoughts? My only uh, final just, thought on... So, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, sorry. Well, I just can't wait for everybody to talk about the Lakers way too much and for them to miss the playoffs <laughs> again. So I'm looking forward to that. Justin, you had something to say, right? I just said looking good. Oh, all right. No, the no, only yeah. thing I'm going to leave... The only thing I'm going to leave the podcast with is I actually think there's like 10 teams that could win the NBA Finals this year, like actually. Like, barring any injuries and other things like that, there are 10 teams that can compete for a title, and I think it's absolutely amazing for the NBA. It truthfully is, and that's the fun part. So I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing. We're going to get all these shared off into our social on Twitter. Uh, just uh, maybe Instagram as well, send the screenshots if you want to add those. Uh, but uh, anyone else, any final points for the week? I'm good. I'm oh. good. Awesome. More football, and hopefully Mac Jones will be back this weekend. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I'm kind we don't of talk about the Patriots. We don't talk about Bruno. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so thank you everyone for watching or listening on Apple Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Or if you watch on YouTube or watch live stream, we do thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight or be with us whenever you listen. So uh, have a good rest of your day. Uh, thank you for the and We'll see you next.